Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. gentlemen welcome to episode 102 of getting it out podcast that's 102 of getting it out podcast 102 episodes of getting it out podcast that was forced under with the song break the chains i believe that's off their ep which is also called break the chains um i'm pretty sure that record just came out towards the end of uh, 2019 and i i believe they're a maryland and pennsylvania uh product so if you're local find them if not uh, go find their music anywhere you find music at. It's a really simple concept. Um, anyway, speaking of music and good stuff, 
<laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear that, but it cracks me up when people walk around my house like that. It's really loud. <laughs> Something about seeing the steps on the screen registering on the microphone. This is funny to me. I don't know why. I'm easily amused. That's true. It's always been true. I'm an easily amused person. Um, anyway, so this this episode features Chad of Red Death. We had a nice conversation just yesterday. Actually, just on New Year's Day, we had a good conversation. You'll be hearing this at the earliest, uh, January the 3rd. So this, this conversation is only two days old. And uh, it was a pleasure to have on. I didn't know him previously. So it was nice to talk to him. And about their new record, uh, Sickness Divine, and their upcoming tour with Enforced, and uh, all sorts of other nonsense that we got into. So, let's do some Spirit World, and then get into the episode. Okay, so here we are. Officially episode 102. Um, did I ever tell you about the guy I knew growing up named Ben? His name was Ben. Um, but for the sake of this story, we'll call him Tim. But I guess I already named him as Ben. So, he was Ben. And uh, he was born, I told you last time, I think, he was born with extra fingers on each hand. And nobody nobody chimed in on what those fingers would be called, but that's okay. Because I want to tell you about the other thing that he was born with. He's a bit of a mutant, this Ben. He was born with uh, with webbed feet, and uh, I, I know that's like that's not the most ridiculous thing. Like we all have webbing between our fingers and toes, right? Like it's there. It's subtle, but it's there. It's necessary. I guess it's necessary. Could we not have webbing? I think we could. I don't know. We all got them, right? For the most part, we all got webbing between our our, our hands, our fingers, and our, our toes, but not like not like full out like. Uh, like Aquaman webbing. I don't know. Does Aquaman have webbing? I don't know anything about Aquaman. I tried to watch that movie recently. It sucks. Who, that Jason Momoa guy? Yeah, I get it. He likes Slayer. That's great. But his movie sucks. And uh, I didn't watch him in the Dragon Show. So I got no attachment to that fella. And therefore, let me give you an unbiased opinion. Aquaman sucks. Maybe I'll try to watch it again. Maybe it's cool. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Ben, this kid. I knew growing up. He had a last name too. But I'm not going to tell you that because that feels rude. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to still call him Ben. Damn it. This is getting confusing. I, I always say that part where we're going to call him a different name and call him Tim. And then uh, I forget which name is his actual name. I got to stop doing that. I, I, you know, I got problems, man. Okay, anyway, so this guy Ben, he was born with webbed feet. His toes, there was webbing between them, like all the way up to the top. Maybe not like tippy top tippy toe maybe not to the tips of his toes but it was pretty far up more webbing in your toes than most people have <laughs> how about that that's pretty clear all right so he had this webbing between his toes and uh that wasn't that crazy you know he liked to show it off it was like his party trick but it's always weird when your party trick and is like taking off your shoes and socks like it's got to be good you know, and webbing between your toes isn't good enough to justify having people stand around you as you and then spread your toes. <laughs> like there's got to be something really good in there. Not not webbing, not extra skin. That's just not, <laughs> it's like in hindsight, it wasn't a good trick, but it was a trick. It was memorable, I suppose, because I remember. 
So Ben had webbing between his toes. But Ben also had a pet duck. And and I feel like now, looking back again in hindsight, that, that might have been a little cruel from his parents. Because there's no way he got this pet duck on his own. A pet duck is an odd thing to have, especially in the suburbs. Maybe not rurally if you live in a farm and you have a duck, a duck pond at your farm or what have you. I don't know how else you have ducks. Are there duck farms? I suppose there is because people eat duck. So you got to farm a duck, right? You can't just go out shooting wild ducks and put them in restaurants. I think that's against the law. I think that's why that's that's why you can't eat deer like in restaurants. I think there's I think I'm right about that. I think there's something something about what I said was correct. I'm not sure which part, but I believe some of it was. Anyway, his parents got him a pet duck and he had webbing between his toes. And I feel like that was a little too on the nose and uh kind of rude of them. If my parents like if I had a I don't know eczema and my parents were like here here's a pet snake it also has rough scaly skin i think i would be offended but i don't know maybe i'm looking into this too much maybe ben was happy with his pet duck speaking of pets the other day my wife and i were driving down the road and there was a car in front of us a silver suv it was a suzuki probably and there was two magnets on it one of which said rescue mom and the other one said rescue dad and i looked at my wife and i said Oh no, what do you think happened to their parents? Okay, so enough of that. This episode, as I said, features chat from uh, Red Death. And we were talking about uh, Red Death and uh, Hardcore and uh, Crossover and uh, lots of other stuff. And uh, DC Hardcore and uh, DC Other Things and uh, lots of stuff, alright? So you're going to listen to a track here now from Red Death off the album Sickness Divine that just came out on Century Media Records. We talk a lot about that as well. And uh, it's the title track. And then we're going to go into my interview with Chad. Um, and that's that's how the show goes, right? All right, let's do it.
How you doing? Sorry, I missed you that first time. Nah, you're good. All good. I think I actually like like FaceTimed you, like fa- voice, not voice called. I think I like face called it too. Is so that might be it too? <laughs> yeah, that would have been a little weird, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and after it was done, I was like, I was like, man, I'm just so confused today. This day tripped me up today. <laughs> <laughs> well, right, I'm I mean, good now I'm good now. <laughs> it, it is. Uh, it's the it's the first day of the year, which is uh, it's a good time for to start fucking things up. Yeah, I guess get it out of the way early, right? Or just keep it. Just start it now, and then yeah, that, you know that, keep that it going. Too. That too. That too. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, it's the obvious stuff. Happy New Year! Yeah, Happy New Year, man. Uh, you have a good New Year and stuff. Uh yeah, pretty low key. Uh, me and my wife and stepdaughter sat at home and watched. Uh, what did we watch? We watched. Uh, I don't even remember. Uh, so it was a good one. <laughs> yeah, sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How cool. about you? No, I had a good one. It was it was low key. I went to a, I went to a friend's house. My friend and his dad. And we hung out for a little bit. I watched them play a, a pretty intense game of ping pong. Didn't think they'd get too into it, and then they got. It was a pretty fiery game, so that was cool. I was like, well, oh. I, th- I think when you play <laughs> ping pong, it's either got to be it's either got to be low key or intense. There's really no it, in between. Yeah, ex- exactly. And I, I was assuming low key, but it went intense immediately because. It, it was a pretty good back and forth game. I was like, "Whoa, well, that's cool." <laughs> but other than that, I did nothing. I came home and I just I did I watched the YouTube videos and I went to bed. I did nothing. Yeah, that's that's like I I, I tried going out for New Year's a couple of years ago, right? And like I drink, I hang out, I I, mm-hmm. you know, I I 
well, I wouldn't say party anymore, but you know, I'm I'm, I'm capable. But I just I just don't got it in me anymore. Like especially on New Year's, especially when the expectations are high, and uh, it's, it's always a bummer for some reason. See that? See that makes me. I feel the same way, and that makes me want to be more low key on these type of days. Like be more like yeah, yeah. chill, and laid back, and it's like why do it on the day where everyone expects you to get wound up, where there can just be be some sporadic day where you're hanging out with people and the vibe is good, and you do it that day. I feel like that's like a better a better bet, you know. I do too. I agree. Well, I'm glad. I'm, gl- I'm glad we can we can agree on that. That's good. Yeah. We start off with agreeing on shit. Cause I don't mean I don't think we're gonna argue about anything, but uh, we probably just, won't. <laughs> just in, just in case. Yeah, know, just in case. Start. I think we're we're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So um, obvious stuff here is I want to talk to you about your band. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Red Death and I like. All right, I, I'm, I've been aware of you guys for quite a while because you're from DC, right? You're based out of DC or DC yeah, area. Well, yeah, we're, we're we're in DC proper. Yeah. All right, cool. So so I, I was living in Baltimore for several years. So, uh, so I, I believe around the time you started, what, when did you start up? We started like we, well, we started practicing November two thousand thirteen, and then okay, we dropped yeah. our we dropped our demo January fourteen. A few months after that, started playing a bunch. Okay, yeah. So that's so that's the timeline when I was in Baltimore. So like you know, obviously Baltimore, DC. There's a lot of. Uh, but we, I mean, a strange kind of crossover, but it's a, but you know, it, it happens. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I feel um, that. So, so I saw you guys around for a while, and you, uh, you always kind of stood out because you were always this this crossover sound, but kind of playing in the hardcore world. Was was that intentional? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, we're especially at that time. The thought process compared to now was very like I was like just knee deep in hardcore. You know, it's just very hardcore and i met the other guys in the band through hardcore so it's always very hardcore based yeah i'd only ever played in like hardcore bands and they were done crossover or a metal band or anything like that so anything close to that so red death was like the first time for sure yeah and, and did you did you find it uh did you find it at all um hard to win people over or was it pretty easy i feel like it was hard at first i feel like <laughs> i feel like now more people are being down with it and stuff yeah, but I feel like at first it was more of like a the hell is this kind of thing, <laughs> you know? Which to me, I'm like, what do you mean? What the hell is this? Isn't it what we all like? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a it's a funny thing, and uh, but but it took you know it's there's always a band every couple years that comes out of hardcore that's not even really playing hardcore. It's playing more of a crossover thrash, whatever you know these stupid genre tags, whatever we want to call it. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. a couple years before you guys, it was like Iron Age, and uh, and I know like everybody like. Uh, references I, people uh, how do I want to say this correctly like I was talking to like uh, the dude from Creeping Death and he was talking about like his Iron Age was their band that made them want to come out of you know play metal out of hardcore whatever and I, I think that's I think I see that a lot and I, I saw you reference yeah. some stuff with Iron Age and particularly Jason Tarpey what, what do you yeah. think was so great about Iron Age that got that went over so well with hardcore I mean Iron Age just especially like I first saw them around the time, like right when Sleeping Eye dropped, and mm-hmm. I got into them right around that time, right before they started playing the Sleeping Eye songs. And you know, I, at that time, like, because I was never into metal and stuff as a kid. Once I got into hardcore and I got into Chromags, that made me want to check out metal. And so the fact that there was another band like that, yeah, and they were like the only one. And like when I got into metal, it was like Ride the Lightning just blew my mind. Yeah. So it's like a ba- the fact that there's a band out there set from the hardcore world that kind of sounds similar to the sounds on that record it was like whoa this is like it's pretty cool you know yeah and like they were they're just 
great because the you know, there's so many stories behind that band. They're just wild animals, all of them. You know, <laughs> it's pretty uh, pretty uh, rock and roll band. I'd say they're very rock and uh, roll. Oh no, I always reference it. I almost fought them in Pennsylvania. You know, they're, 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 <laughs> I, I I'm sure I understand. <laughs> they're they're rambunctious, but I, but I love it. You know, it's cool. You know, and uh, the fact that they've inspired, you know, like you said, us, you know, Creeping Death has said that they're inspired by them. You know, obviously Power Trip's inspired by them, you know, like we're all inspired by and they kind of paved the way and showed us that you can still do that, that 80s crossover sound. It could still be done, but it could be done now and fresh and it could just be, we're all unique weirdos. It can represent that. It could be, it can embody that and still be that sound. So that's, right, and, and, and that's you can my take see, out of them. You can see, you can see real. I mean, the, the one name you dropped there, Power Trip, is obviously like you know, a prime example of that. They're they're killing oh, yeah. it right now, and and I don't like oh, yeah. I, I don't know that I knew a band playing playing what you guys play. I think you guys are very similar. Could could be as popular as they are now, and I think it's really cool to see that that you can do that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, Power Trip. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm never gonna go a, a, a day without talking with someone about Power Trip. But that's good because mm-hmm. I love that band. I love that when the demo dropped, and they're great guys, and they work their butts off. Right, right. And it, it's awesome seeing it. It's inspirational. I know a lot of people like to say like that we sound like Power Trip and stuff. I don't think we do, but people have their, you know, they view things certain way. You know what I mean? So, but I'm definitely inspired by them in the fact that they come from our world they do the kind of sound we do they do their own thing with it and people love it and it's something that you know you can still do the sound there's people still care you know yeah yeah well i don't i don't think what people if people are saying that you sound like power trip i don't think i mean i'll I'll speak for everybody i'll just speak for myself but um i don't think people are saying that you you i think they're saying you're playing the same playing the same style not that you sound because you guys do sound different but yeah yeah, yeah I, I definitely yeah. i mean even listen to our new record there's like this classical music all over the place yeah, like yeah. they don't do that you know we're right not, and that's that's a little we're like the, we're like the two bands from that world yeah we're like yeah. the two the two ones doing that thing you know so right I so don't mind like, it. yeah like it or not you're gonna be married up you know as yeah, long as and you I keep don't mind it because it, hey, it's a good band to be married up with in my right. opinion i'm good band you're right about that. But you guys, you guys had uh, pretty similar paths too. Um, whereas, like you, you Red Death, you released records on with Triple B, Grave Mistake, Locking Out, which those are like some revered like hardcore labels in like recent history hardcore. They're not, you know, I'm not saying they're like Revelation and Schism and whatever, whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but sure. but like in recent hardcore history, Triple Triple B, Grave Mistake, Grave Mistake particularly is one of my favorites. Um, oh, I love Grave Mistake. Yeah, and and, and Locking Out and. I remember uh, Power Trip kind of came up the same way through the hardcore labels, right? And then, like, mm-hmm. like now you guys are Century Media, which is huge. That's a, that's a that's a gigantic metal label. At least for me, it was that. That's Century Media. I used to find out so many bands from those sampler CDs. They had these samplers called Identity, and I remember like getting them, and it would be like it would be like Opeth, who is now my favorite band. But then also, yeah, yeah. There'd, also there'd be like Marauder and Turmoil, and you know, like yeah, yeah. Well, like that's, that's, why, that's what I like about it for sure. Yeah. So, so, so how did, I mean, how's if, how did that, how did that transition happen going from hardcore labels kind of in-house to the uh-huh. fact that you're on Century Media now and you got this much broader, uh, maybe distribution? I mean, literally it was just like them hitting us up and I've like never thought of, I obviously the kind of uh, goal in a sense has been this type of thing to have wider distribution, a wider platform, be able to be 
on label with bands that you're into, you know, like, cause like once I got into metal and I got into death metal and stuff like that, like death metal immediately was century media stuff, grave unleashed, right. more goth, you know, and you know, being from hardcore, you know, knowing Marauder, you know? Yeah. But, uh, they just hit us up and we just went back and forth for a couple of years trying to make it work. Cause we hadn't, they wanted to put out formidable darkness, uh-huh. but we, weren't really feeling what they were trying to do with us at the time. And we weren't really sure if people were even given a damn like that anyways. So we went with triple B and did it like that. And it turned out the record did great. And like we were touring all that year and like we could tell a big difference with people liking it, people buying stuff, appreciation, just shows everything like, and it just made sense for us to just get together and do it. The time was right. For sure. Right, right. Well, with uh, with with Century Media, I, I don't know. Well, let me backtrack here a little bit. You you've you've done a lot of touring. Um, how much of a priority is Red Death for you? Like, is this the number one for you, or do you got a, a life going on and then it's Red Death? No, honestly, my life revolves around Red Death. So Red Death is like the focal point. I like the job I work. I make sure I'm always. I'm always able to take time off. I did it on purpose so I can always be there for Red Death. Like, I'm always writing music. I've been writing music so long. I sit on so much stuff, but I haven't even done another band. I just, I just do Red Death. Red Death just gets my points across, you know. Yeah. So, so, so you do. So, do you uh, plan to tour often? Yeah, I want to at least. I know we're like we're doing a tour. We start a tour on Monday. That's like a month, and I believe we're like locking some stuff down. So there's definitely going to be some more touring. In right. like the spring and stuff like that. So yeah, it's touring for sure. Was your most recent one the uh, the Chromags in Europe, or is there something between that? Nah, that was the, that was the uh, the most recent one. We've only I- done one show since then. Okay, how how was that tour with Chromags? Oh, that was great. That was that was awesome. I loved it. Uh, they're all cool guys. Like they've all, they've been real cool. Like I've been yeah. kind of like pen pals with Harley for like five or so years now, and he's just been cool. Yeah. So they they took real good care of us and like we had fun. It was real cool. Like we shared the back line. Like they would load in, sound check, we'd play, we'd load out at night. Like we had a good system and a good flow, and we would just hang out. It was just a good time, and the shows were good. It was cool. That's awesome. I, I, I gotta say for myself, I'm a I'm a Harley guy. I'm a best wishes. I should say I'm a best wishes guy. I don't really yeah, care yeah, about I don't yeah. care about the feud, but I'm a I'm a, I'm a best wishes guy. I, lo- I love fucking yeah. best wishes. Yeah, I, I don't care about the feud either because there's things about John Joseph I do like, and then I, there's things where I see I could I, I understand I understand yeah. both sides arguments. I get the drama. I get it's 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 like the classic beef where it's like okay, I get your stance, I get your stance, but come on, guys, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those. But you know, like it is what it is. And I best wishes and Age of Quar are, are amazing. Alpha Omega Two, all that. Stuff, I love all that stuff. But obviously, you can listen to my band and tell that we got a s- sweet soft spot for best wishes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so right. do it. And they like they every night on that tour with we're playing seven out of eight songs from Best Wishes. And when we loaded in the first night in Essen, they were the the one song they never played on from Best Wishes Fugitive. They were sound checking with it. So it's like I got to see them play. All of Best Wishes was awesome. <laughs> That's it was awesome. so cool. I was like shocked by the end of the tour. I was like, I just watched this band play all of Best Wishes. It's straight up sick. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have that on cassette, and I and I and I had a car with only a cassette player. And I, I mean, I had like this sick. pretty, I had this pretty sweet cassette collection, honestly, at the time. But but Best cool. Wishes was probably probably number one 
as far as that. I, lo- I fucking love that. Even, I, I sing terribly to it. I, you know, but speaking, oh, yeah. of, speaking of singing and playing, you, 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 uh, you do what Harley does now, right? You, you play bass yeah. and sing. Yeah, I do what Harley does. Not by like trying to be Harley, even though he's obviously a big inspo. Right. But literally, like we were on tour with Power Trip, uh, in Sheer Mag and Fury. It was like a six week tour. It was like 2018, mm-hmm. and a week in. Our bassist, like he kind of told us before the tour, he was like, "Hey, like, uh, you guys are going in more metal directions. Not really my thing. Like, you're my guys, but I, I'm just, uh, I'm gonna do this tour and that's it." And we were like, "All right, yeah, that's cool. That's fine. Yeah. Like, it, it, we don't have to go searching for a bassist. That's cool." Right. And it, it got apparent by the time we got to DC a weekend, I was like, "Oh, he does not want to be here at all." Like, <laughs> as we were like, "All right, you can. We, there's no need for a hostage situation. You're a friend." You can go. <laughs> so and ended up being just like not me, like I want to be like a Harley thing. I ended up being like, well, I guess I have to do this. Right, right, right. <laughs> and if it's and if it's bad, it's it's terrible, and I got to reconfigure my life. And if it's good, then that's awesome, and it went great. So. Well, that's good. Well, and you know, I, I am. I, I like I like talking shit on bass, kind of as a joke. Where I mean, nobody would know if you were fucking it up anyway. So yeah, like, <laughs> I hope there, yeah. there were there were a couple times in Europe, though. I will say on the on the Chromax tour, there were a couple times, especially in retrospect. I'm like, oh man, there were a couple times where Harley during soundcheck definitely had the his amp cranked. So yeah. when I like went on and played Red Death, like there was there was a set in Budapest. I felt I played fine, but I was like probably like as loud as the drums like so <laughs> loud and like I, I watched there's a video on youtube i, I went back and watched it. i was like oh lord because i because I, I screw up immediately in in the beginning it's like the one screw up of the set i'm just like oh boy <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yeah i try to keep it uh i try to not do that as much <laughs> Well, that's not. But you, like you said, you you were originally just the singer, and then uh-huh. and then you. So now you're doing uh, bass and vocals. And uh, was that an easy transition for you, or was that was that tough to? Honestly, it was. I was shocked at how easy it was when I was doing it. Good. It's it was so easy. You know, I should I tell everyone this. I should have known, because I remember being like at my mom's house, living in that house for a little bit, like a year before, and just like playing so much like six string guitar and singing along at the same time but i wasn't like consciously thinking about the two together you know i was just doing it yeah like beatles songs t-rex songs things like that not like crossover or anything hardcore anything like that yeah just like rock and roll and stuff uh so i guess i'd been like prepping myself for it i just didn't know that's the way i look at it i was kind of i did subconsciously working towards what i'm doing now i just didn't know so when it came time and I did, I was like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I, and I was thinking back to like what I just told I was like, oh, in my mind, I was like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> you, were cha- you were training. That's good. It's, I was. I was training uh, unbeknownst to myself. I was yeah. training, yeah. That's not bad. That's not bad. Well, no, so, no, I'm happy with it. How, how, like much, it so. how much does uh, playing, playing bass and uh, singing limit um, crowd interaction? Is that, is that, was that ever a thing? Nah, just getting now I have my pedal set up a certain way on the stage. That's all it really was. It's kind of like I now I have my pedals. I usually just set my tuning pedal and my pedals right next to my mic stand just right. so I can be like boom, look down cuz I got ADHD. I I get I do multiple things at once all the time. I get sidetracked during things and stuff like that all the time. So, yeah. I'm like, "All right, I'll tune and I'll talk." <laughs> <laughs> I'll tune, I'll talk, I'll drink water. So, I I uh I, I I bite off more than I can chew, but it works. I've, I've 
figured it out. Just I keep the pedals up front. So like I tune, I make sure I'm tuned. I can talk. I, I like talking to people in the crowd and I like when I, I've gone to shows and front men have been very interactive and funny and yeah. cool yeah. and just nice. And, and, and it's all that kind of saying cool things, all that type of stuff. So I just try to keep it that. Cause I was, want, is there any uh, particular frontman that you, that you like watching that you know kind of inspire you? Like like bass player, singer, frontman. Well, no, just just, just, any, just any in general. Yeah, uh, I'm a huge Green Day fan. I love Billy Joe Armstrong. Yeah, I love his crowd interaction. So <laughs> I think maybe I'm, I'm obviously not going like oh, yo, and the crowd's doing it back to me or anything <laughs> like that. But give it give it I, a I, shot. I, you I, never know. I, I'm sure it'll go over well. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, Nah, I, I like just you know I like how Billy interacts with the crowd. I really like that how he or he at least tries to interact with everyone, it, yeah, it, even yeah. if it's like a little thing like that, you know. So I'm like stuff like that, you know. I mean, uh, hardcore bands too. Like I mean, I like how Riley interacts with the crowd for like for like peers, you know. Riley yeah, yeah. interacts with the crowd. I mean, I they don't play much anymore, but I always loved watching War Hungry. Yeah, and Hoodrack. Hood, Hoodrack. Yeah. Hoodrack's yeah. hilarious. I, yes. I, and the rival mob and Brendan Radnigan's hilarious. It goes back to like Iron Age thing where it's like, oh, you can you can do that. Like all these frontmen I've watched since I was a kid and stuff that are like funny on stage, like you know, like Billy Joe Armstrong's being cool on stage, or you're like, you know, Ian McKay's being cool on stage, or you know, these people are being cool on stage. You can still do that. So you know, it's, it's I just fun. try to keep that alive. I had uh, and, I, and I totally appreciate that too because that's so, like I was talking about that last week with uh, Keel. He plays in uh, End It in Baltimore, and okay. uh, and he's I don't know if you're familiar with the band, but the, but yeah, um, oh, yeah, I know the band, yeah. Um, but Akil, you know, I've known him for a while. And he he has the he has the sense of humor and the stage presence that like that that I want to see. You know what I mean? Like and yeah, and it's like we're talking about. Like he just it, it it adds so much more to it. Rather than you know, it's fucking annoying when there's the the angry guy up there. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I mean, we all got anger and stuff like that. Sure, that's why we do music and stuff to right. convey emotions. But at least with, for my point of view, like I like going to shows where you're having a good time, you're getting your money's worth, you're getting a good experience, and you know the person up there wants to be there in the room as much as you want to be in that room. So yeah. I just want to always try to get that across, you know, and have a good time with people. You know, I I, I let the music do the angry talking. The music's angry, right? The music's right. the the therapy. And then the goofing off around it's the the therapy as well. It's all a package deal, in my opinion. Ah, oh, that's uh, perfect. That's what like I've I've seen some bad ones, man. I think. Uh, oh, you and me both. I bet. I think. Uh, <laughs> like what? I mean, fuck. I, I don't know if anybody listens to them anymore. But there's this band, Drowning Man. They. Never I remember one one yeah. time they were they were they were like a what we would call metalcore before it became like bad word metalcore. Okay. You know, whatever. But they, they weren't that great anyway. But I just remember seeing them. They were they, the singer was so pissed. I remember seeing Modern Life Is War once. The first time I think I saw them, where the, their dude was just upset, just upset. You know, like yeah. and it's just it's just such so funny watching a band play when you know they don't want to be there because then it's like fine, we don't want to be here either. Then yeah, it's like, like fine. It's like why did I even come then? Yeah, like, <laughs> it's like I what am I doing here? I could have been at home happy in my room watching uh, a movie. You know, I could have been watching the Big Lebowski having a great time. You know what I mean? Yeah, you could. Yeah, but yeah. So, so I'm glad. I'm, I haven't seen you guys, but I'm glad to hear you have that demeanor. And I, but like you said, you're about to go on tour um, in January for like a month with Enforced, right? But you share a member with Enforced, correct? Yeah, yeah. Will's on guitar. Yeah, yeah. So that obviously does that make it does that make uh, logistics easier for this tour, or is it still packed? 
No, no, it makes logistics easier for sure. Yeah. We actually got like a nice setup and stuff. Like they're taking the van and then we're just Red Death. Like the rest of us just get a little minivan and take them what we have and just we're just so it's not all of us sitting in one van cramped. Right. It's like right. we got two vans and we'll all just work together at the venues and stuff. So we got a good setup. So it should be good. Where are you going with that I, tour? Everywhere. And yeah. Like south, north. We're hitting the west coast. A little, a little couple Canada dates, Montreal, Toronto. Nice, nice. It's a, yeah, so it's yeah. a full full North America tour, kind of. Uh, full North America. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, we're we're playing – I haven't played Boise, Idaho in, like, 10 years. We're Nobody playing Boise, has. Idaho. Yeah, we're playing Boise. We're doing stuff like that. You should play um, – this is just, just a suggestion. Yeah, let's and, hear uh, I don't know. I just I, – I'm going to throw out of town. Uh, how about Decatur, Illinois? Yeah, I would. Why not? <laughs> I, don't, Why I, don't, not? I don't know, and I have no idea why. But let's just add that one. All right. I'll, 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 we'll play wherever. Listen, Red Death hasn't <laughs> played Delaware ever, and we're talking about how that's that's a goal this year. Now we have to play Delaware. Delaware. Like we're just down for we're down for whatever, man. I've seen some good shows in Delaware, and I talk we've I've talked on here. That's about, what I hear about I Delaware. Hear. Delaware can be weird, but you also and I and I don't know how re, how how much this has changed, but there was always a problem with Nazis in Delaware. Always up until like 2010. Always. Oh, well. Well, Always. they're they're not those Nazis aren't going to like me. They're not going <laughs> to like my lyrics. <laughs> I'm definitely not their boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Delaware. You, you should, yeah, you should play Delaware. You should play. All right, yeah. And if there's a Nazi, I'll, I'll just ruin their day. <laughs> Sounds just, good to me. <laughs> tell, tell him you don't like his haircut. While you yourself probably have the same haircut. I, I'll, that I'll works. just saw him and be like, "You worship a fucking eternal loser." <laughs> 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 your team lost it's not even a team anymore it's just a it's pathetic go home <laughs> there you go i, I, I like it i, I like yeah. what you're doing there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure they'll love that of course you know that's what they want confrontation anyway how so dare let's you ins- how dare you insult my fear your fear <laughs> i don't know about that you're a little weakling from what i heard <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling you man that's where you can find them delaware yeah Any, no, they'll love they'll love me then <laughs> i got well, i got i got something they they, they need <laughs> well i'd like to see that but let, let's <laughs> let's 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 go let's go back to uh let's go back to let's go back to dc we're going ge- geographically here. Yeah, let's do um, it. DC. Who who are your big bands for DC? Like you, you. I've been asking this question lately. All right, let me let me change this. I've been asking this question lately for people for like people in their local scenes. Um, like if you had to take like your your personal hierarchy, not like the city's hierarchy, your personal hierarchy of DC bands, what would be like your selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Top three. Oh, like which ones like are most time? Yeah, that are most, but, but like, I, 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 like I, that are most important to you. Not like, like all right. So I ask this question to people, and they'll be like, "Oh, well, it's you know," and they just kind of go chronological. And I'm like, "Yeah, I get that," but like yeah. the ones that you've seen, the one that you've you've participated in, you've got to be a part of. Oh, okay. you, you know, yeah. you know what I mean, like that that type of thing. Oh well, that's well, that's easy. If we're talking that, I mean, I'm not originally from DC. Yeah, I'm from California. Ooh. But two bands rolling through all the time, and me being fan, a big fan of one band, and then the other band really changed my life and brought me here. One's called Line of Judah. Yeah, love that band, and the, and the other is Give. Yep. Like if I'm, if we're gonna talk about like bands where like I've experienced it and they've moved me and they're from DC. It would be definitely those two bands because they literally, especially Give, maybe just be like that crew was so encouraging of me. They'd always come to the West Coast and like I'd roll to the show and they'd be like. Hey, what are you doing this weekend? I'm like, nothing. What's up? They're like, you want to come to Vegas tonight? <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, I'll, I'll hop it in. So, like, that's that's really interesting because, like, uh, on on the hardcore spectrum, you guys are kind of at the opposite ends. Oh, for sure, we definitely are. Yeah. But you know, like them, just like touring and being cool, and like they're very like their music like nerds. Like they actually are uh, the drummer of Give and Line of the Gene, and the singer Line of the Ritter. He's uh, they're both actually. Uh, I work for their record store i work with gene like personally so like gene's like very much like me where we're just music nerds right they're they're on like a whole nother level with it though because they like understand pressings like like the back of their hand and things like that like they 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 get all that stuff like but me just experiencing that made me want to be like oh like i vibe with this i never met anyone on this wavelength i could see myself doing things around this crew so i throw it to them and then if, uh, a third band, I'll say Void. Void? They're not okay. from DC yeah. proper. You know, I could easily say Bad Brains because I love them. I could e- easily say Minor Threat because I love them. You know, I could easily say Faith, any of these bands. But I'm going to say Void because I kind of consider them one of the uh, like the forefathers of crossover. Yeah, yeah that's like, fair. You know, they're like, you know, the, that side of the Faith split, those Void tracks, they're like, they're obviously listening to like Motorhead and they're obviously listening to like, you know, heavy metal Judas yeah. priest they were clearly listening to heavy metal and stuff and that's really inspirational to me because they because like just like how we started you know we were in the hard very much in the hardcore scene still are you know essentially in the hardcore scene but it was a band that really liked metal you know right so but, i'd say void for that's sure a, that's that's a good story and, and well you know the funny thing about the i see people say now i don't know that the second uh that the other side of that split was necessary. I think that just could have been a, a void seven inch. Oh yeah, they both could have just been <laughs> avoided faith seven inches for sure. But the I, the fact that the the idea of that's just so crazy that these two bands who are like in the same scene but definitely like are doing their own things. Let's put them on one record together. Right, right. <laughs> like a twelve inch split. So crazy, but you know that's a good representation of how people. People operate and think see everyone really likes to think artistically speaking everyone likes to think outside the box yeah and i like that it inspires me because it's still very much a thing like give obviously operated like that they yeah, very they, they much were, thought they, outside the box they were very very different 
band for hardcore and it was it was interesting like i, I don't know it's just interesting watching them i've I always been a big fan of young blood records like young oh blood, yeah me too young blood records like so so my little story with them is uh i i lived in well i grew up in york pennsylvania and i was in high school and i saw a flyer for a show i didn't even know who was on it i just went to it right and it was just this little fire hall and it was uh striking distance desperate measures worn thin cranked up um I forget who else, but it was basically the Young Blood roster. My luck, yeah, from Texas. The classics, yeah, the it, classics. yeah, and and like so, there's where I fell in and like bought the you know the Desperate Measures demo tape and like got really into these bands. So, um, Line of Judah came, from, you know, and ended up coming out on Young Blood. I believe, yeah, yeah. Give Gene, 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 actually the drummer of all three of those bands. That's my boss. Yeah, he's yeah, from the Desperate yeah. Measures, and then Line of Judah came out of Desperate Measures, and Give kind of came out of Line of Judah. Well, with them, I, like both bands, I didn't know what to think, you know, when when I first heard them, especially Lion and Dude. I remember Universal Peace. I don't maybe there was a seven inch before that, but I remember Universal Peace in particular. Like, what? I don't, I'm not sure what's going on here. But uh, and then when it when it changed into Give, I know it wasn't a total overhaul, but you know when it, when Give yeah. came, then later I was like, all right, even if I'm not into this, which I was never crazy about either band, but I liked yeah, yeah, band. Yeah. Like you know, you got to respect the 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 limb they're standing on oh yeah definitely for sure like they were being bold right being like all right we're just gonna do our own thing we don't care especially with give like we're gonna do our own thing we don't care if it doesn't fit in we don't care and they went hard and (laughs) yeah they did and i like that's another inspiration too is how hard they went right like they were always touring there was like 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 i said being on the west coast at the time like they were coming all the time multiple times a year yeah it's like damn it's like i need to just Wherever you guys are, I need to be around you guys because you guys are moving. <laughs> well, I think I think that's that's a cool thing about the way, like, to, to, how like a oh shit, how do I say this correctly? Like a a real compliment to touring bands is when when them continually showing up in your area like has an impact like that. Like for me, it was uh-huh. stri- striking distance for some reason just kept playing my hometown. It, was, it felt like that, you know. Uh-huh. So it was just like I I love this band because they keep showing up here. Like, you know, you know it's the other, you know it's the other band that did that to me too. It, it's funny because they're from the same area. They're from Baltimore. Trapped yeah. on the ice. Yeah, they were in California when Stay Cold and the demo dropped. Like that 2008. Like 2008 is the first time I saw them. They right. were coming multiple times a year. Oh, they were like they so were... many times in 2009. So many times in 2010. Do you know what was annoying about that by somebody living in Baltimore? What's up? It's just like they never played in Baltimore. It felt like they never played in Baltimore. It was, it was like, hey. because yeah, they were always playing by my house. Yeah. yeah. They like, hey, where are you guys? I thought you were, yeah. But no, but love them though and the band. But, oh, yeah. I, yeah. I love Trapped in the Rice. What a, what a great band. And Justice is such a cool guy. I yeah, really like a, Justice. Such a, me, me and Justice, when we were younger, we used to just talk about, uh, we used to talk about Biohazard. Like, an obnoxious amount like every time sense. every time we would see each other we would just talk biohazard and i remember i remember when they when they first started trapped under ice and they were playing a show up here in pennsylvania and uh and there was this, this place called championship it's championship record i don't i forget what they call it championship it, it was it was in you know it was like lemoyne pennsylvania all these is, is that where young blood used to be or yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah okay yeah. that's okay. where i started yeah so but like all the good shows were there like i remember shit i remember one new year's one it would have been like you know 10 years ago today or something probably more um there was a great like young blood showcase on new year's day 
at at the old champ. Anyway, my point is watching like watching uh, Justice and Trapped Under Ice play in these early early days where I remember standing with a group of people who knew him and were like, man, I don't know if he can f- if he's got this thing figured out yet. You know, like because he was trying to sing and it didn't sound great, didn't sound bad either. Yeah. But he, he wanted to move so much, and now look at him. He's just shoving he, that in our face. Oh, he, yeah. figured, he figured it out and beyond. <laughs> oh, joke's God, on yeah. them. Yeah. The joke yeah, joke's, is on. It's joke, the joke that's is on me. On it's them. on me. It's on me. I'm one of them. Yeah, Good yeah, for him. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I love it. I love what he's doing. But yeah, yeah. me too. But so, all right, let's, before we talk about everybody else, let's talk about Red Death again. What, yeah, let's do it. What What's different about Sickness Divine than the last couple records? Oh, I'd say it's just a little more maybe mature sounding in a sense. Like yeah. like I mentioned earlier, there's like classical music was a thing where I made sure to put that in there this time around, you know? That's a nice touch. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. So we just tried to do stuff like that. But we just wanted to make everything tighter, you know, art, production, riffs, vocals, everything, aesthetic, everything. It's kind of wanted to fine tune it, especially with it coming out in Century Media. It can't go backwards or half ass. Right, right. Well, I so noticed. We, I noticed. I mean, sorry to cut you off, but I noticed no, right away. Can. Like you said, the art, art, right away is okay. This is, looks looks more professional, for sure. Was that like? It, was this a commission thing for the album, or is this something you saw and liked and wanted on the album? Nah, commissioned for the album for sure. Yeah. Cool. Had Ooh. had the idea and it got brought to life better than I ever could. So I I love that art. I think it's our best album cover for sure by Miles. Oh, I, I agree. love it. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't hate our other art. I like all of our art. I just think that the sickness of iron art is just like a huge step up. Yeah, uh, it it is, and like you said, it it should be going going on. You know, who's going to see this record and where it's going to be, and um, a lot of places. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like oh, well, you know. Is that is that only exciting, or is there any anxiety about that? Both. It's this is definitely some anxiety. Like when I stepped up to the mic when I started recording vocals, like. I was I had to be like take a breath and be like, all right, you aren't just putting something out and you don't know if it's gonna go good or bad and you don't care. Like a lot of people are hearing this thing. This is what you've been working towards. It's here. Let's go. You know? Yeah. So, so there was a little bit of that anxiety, but I had I talked myself down right away. I was just like, you know, let's go with it. Just like the bass and vocals thing. You know, if it if it's good, it's good. Awesome. And if it's crap, then well, at least I gave it a shot. Is that is that a, is that like a personal like thing you carry outside of Red Death or is this just a or is this your baby so this is why you go for it? Oh, I mean, I I, I, I apply that to my life in general. You should at least go and attempt stuff at the very least. You know what I mean? But especially with Red Death, though, for sure, just because it's my only band, so I take it real serious. And I wanted this record. I knowing this record would have great distribution and and. You know, just knowing everything that would be going on, it really played into it being like, I want this to be the best representation it can be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I, I've listened to it several times. It's been out for a while now, right? Or at least a yeah. month, right? It's, like a, it's a, month, a little over a month now, I think. We're like a little over a month. And how's how's reaction been so far? Mainly positive. It's been great. Did you, you, know what, any, you know what's Do you, you got know people shitting on you, though, too? Yeah, I was about to say. You know what's, you know, you know what's funny? Is that like so? We we're signed to the label, right? We're mainly signed through Europe. Obviously, we're signed through America too, but we're mainly signed through Europe. And in America, it's been nothing but positivity. It's yeah. been just pure positivity. And the Euros is where it's been kind of like the 
these vocals are wannabe machine head. These vocals are not good. These riffs are wannabe Metallica. These riffs are not good. You know this. You know that 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 type of shit. I like that accent. You sound so European right now. <laughs> oh, I'm used to it. You, you get, I, I, I'm sure anyone in the band who's toured Europe a bunch, you just you get used to it. The very the robotic like. I have no filter. I'm going to tell you how it is. You know what's fu- <laughs> you know what's funny is 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 my wife is European, but she has she's you would never ever know. You would never know. But she's Thank Italian. You. She's Italian, so you okay? Good. I got. I'm half Sicilian. I got a soft spot for Italian for Italy. When we play Italy, man. I let everyone in that room know I'm Italian. Like, where, where do you play in like, Italy? Just out of curiosity. She's from Milan. That's where we played. We played Milan. Yeah. Where at yeah, Milan? Yeah, two thousand sixteen. I forget the name of the, it. Wasn't a venue because we actually played. Uh, Barcelona two days before, mm-hmm. and the promoter like we had our van illegally parked out front. It was like a real like steep like small street, kind of like a San Francisco kind of street. Yeah. Felt like I was in San Francisco. It was like a real steep, weird, tiny street, and we just had it parked illegally. And the, and the promoter was freaking out. I was like, "You can't, you can't. You'll get a ticket. Put it in this parking lot." And we're like, "All right," and like <laughs> we go after the, the gig, and like the band's just been ransacked. <laughs> and I was, and we were all idiots and left our stuff in the van, like thinking, oh, nothing's going to happen. And got straight ransacked. So we ended up having to, that was on a Saturday. Milan was on a Monday. So we ended up having to, a couple people got their passports taken. So we had to go to the embassy first thing Monday morning. So because of that, we got to Milan late. So they moved the show to like a wine cellar, like a wow. basement. And it was, it was the best one. Of the, we, we were talking about recently. It might be the best red death set ever it was so wild like i remember like rolling up and being like oh yeah finally like little italians coming back to the the fatherland here i go (laughs) and i rolled up and it's just a a flood of people outside there was like so many people for us i was like what i was like what is this i was like this is awesome man i was like italy's great and like we played around the canal and there was like a little sweet shop on the corner I th- I'm vegan now, but at the time I was a full-blown disgusting carnivore. So like <laughs> cannolis, I ate cannolis up and down like that whole night. Like I had so many cannolis, it was great. Is that is that a standard reaction for you in in uh, in Europe? Is, no, is Red Death, Red Death no. go over well? No, we go well, but not like that. Yeah, to where it, it was like the only other band I could say I've seen people act like that towards is Power Trip in Canada. Yeah. It's like it's like damn near on the verge of Beatlemania. I felt like it was like that. People were like, yeah, they're here. We're just like, what? Like it's like hundreds. We're like, what? Like a couple? Well, maybe not hundreds. Maybe like a couple hundred. I mean, yeah. um, it felt like hundreds. Right. Well, that's all. That matters. There's so many people. I was like, what? <laughs> that's awesome. Hey, any any chance they were uh, confusing you with the Red Death that everybody else seems to confuse you with the the internet? In- the, that, oh, you know, you know what? It's only really Spotify that confuses that it? us. It's so damn weird. Yeah. So at first when we came out. Everyone's like, there was already a band called the Red Death, and I was like, well, I don't fucking know that because I don't fucking listen to whatever they are. Like, I come from punk, I come from, and I go and the hardcore I get into, I I got into Bad Brains, SSD, Chromags, Negative Approach, you know, Ill Repute, Wasted You, stuff like that. You right. know, it's like I'm never got into like that kind of metalcore, <laughs> deathcore, whatever it may be. At first, when we first dropped the demo, there were definitely some shit talkers. And I remember I can't for the life of me find it now and I just don't care and I'm not even going to go look anyways. But I remember at that time somehow like there was a comment where someone tagged someone from the Red Death 
and I went to their Facebook page and they had like a little thread going on one of their Facebook pages, like talking crap. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, come do something. <laughs> I was like, cause guess what? I'm not ripping you off. <laughs> Well, it's not. It's not the same. There's no. The. No, and I, I wasn't. Una- I, I, how could I rip something off or steal something when I wasn't even aware of the thing until everyone started making a fuss about it? But then, it's been like what since 2014? There hasn't been. I. It's, this is like the first time I've talked about this in like I want to say years. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. like no one. No one says anything. It's just Spotify. Spotify has us like you're you're similar artists to the recommended whatever that bracket is on uh, yeah. on spotify it's just whatever bands are recommended for the red Dead. <laughs> early 2000s metalcore yes it's early 2000s metalcore i have people all the time being like you're like similar artists on spotify it's so weird i'm like yeah tell me about it <laughs> <laughs> you should say like iron age pro mags power trip whatever you know it's like foreseen whatever like it doesn't say that at all. It's like these bands. I don't even know most of these bands. I'm like, I can't even tell you a name. It's like, I, I've never heard any of these bands in my life. Man, those were Hellfest bands. I, I look, <laughs> I looked at that and look, I, I don't say, I don't say that uh, derogatory either. I just yeah, remember yeah. Be, being around then. And that was like, that was, that's what oh, was yeah, happening. Oh no, that's Hellfest bands. Cause I, I, yeah. I, I mean, I've definitely watched that terror health hellfest set many times in my life. I, I, I fucking love terror. So I'm fully, I'm fully aware looking at that lineup and being like, Oh, these bands are not like terror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a weird time, but but now, like now, it's um, some of that kind of comes back, kind of you know, kind of eb- ebbs and flows. Like, it's it's ebbs and flows, but right now, especially, I don't know how it is right now. Yeah, but at least like a year ago, at the very least, I remember being like, "This shit is straight up hot again." Like, not my not my cup of tea, but you know. The tea is obviously being served and it's hot and people are consuming it. So yeah, yeah. Well, the it's, tea it's, is the tea. It's a little confusing, I mean, specifically in like the, the hardcore world because it kind of you know the sound. Everybody sounds like death metal, and then everybody sounds like slapshot, whatever, which is kind of rare. It doesn't happen very often. But like things yeah. like that come, things like that come and go. But with the and, and every now and then you get a little tiny crossover wave, little tiny, not much. Uh-huh. And it's but but for you guys. It must be nice that you don't have to rely on that because you have the metal world, which is way more consistent and a lot more uh, a lot more uh, welcoming, I think, too. Yeah, they're interested in us, man. And I noticed when, once we started playing metal shows, really, like honestly, that power trip full U.S., like I started noticing immediately, it's like, wow, like metalheads are so appreciative. They will go out of their way to tell you that. They yes. want you. They they're gonna buy. They buy every piece of merchandise. They're static, and they want you to sign stuff and take pictures. And it's just like, yo, this is like cool because I am not used to any of this at all. I'm used to yeah, not yeah. thinking kids care at all. I'm used to like a sea of like people with their arms crossed. I'm like, do they like this or not? <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, it it's nice being the middle because at least I know they like it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's a weird thing coming from hardcore. And I don't know, my wife and I were having a conversation just about life and she brought up a good point. She's like, well, you, you come from like, you know, this, this little subculture that you were into for so long, like deep into where the standard reaction to things is kind of fuck you. Yeah, definitely. What's your, what's your problem? Like, it's just always like, and and that's okay there. But then when you, I don't know, but when you bring it outside, it's just, 
I mean, bizarre. that's why we didn't. That's why we didn't sign give Century Media Formidable Darkness at first, because literally, pretty much, because I like that. That was like a huge for me, at least. That was a huge contributing factor. I was like, I mean, I feel like people are essentially like, "Fuck you!" They don't really care. Yeah. It's like, it, it, are, are are we deserving of that step to have this huge worldwide distribution and all these eyes on you all of a sudden, a whole different world checking you out and paying attention? It's like, are we even? worthy of that because i can't even tell because it seems like fuck you, <laughs> you <know? laughs> it's like why would i do that that sounds miserable having to owe all this money and stuff because you failed it's like that sounds awful you know yeah i do and it's it's a very straight it's a very strange it's a strange thing that i don't think is i don't think people can see until you step out a little bit and look back and be like oh i think <laughs> this absolutely all, this absolutely. all this this um this facade of everybody's welcome is such bullshit. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Oh, let me tell you, from Red Death in my past six years of my life, oh, I, I know damn well because I can't tell a lot. A lot of those years, I couldn't tell if people even cared. Yeah. Like, you get sandwiched between bands, I get these great reactions, and you just get like a whatever reaction. It's like, do people even give a shit? <laughs> Portable yeah. Darkness putting that out and touring with Power Trip and working our asses off that that year 2018 like we were obviously like that mindset was obviously just like all right that's not real people care people are appreciative good good yeah well I'm glad you got to see so, that and here we are we're still going yeah. and I'm obviously like it's my main band and I love Red Death like you know so and you move forward and you just release this great record and you're about to go on tour with uh with enforced and what so like from we'll, we'll wrap this up here in a minute but what cool what is next like what do you want to be next for red death what's what's your plan well keep gigging and stuff you know the, uh, just the, the standard i don't mean that in a bad way but the, just to keep, no, keep yeah, pushing yeah. well there's this tour we've been talking with i believe mm-hmm. the official offer is finally coming in on monday yeah. or something like that so I mean, if it's good, we're gonna take it. And it's a, I I hope it happens because if it does, then like, I can't wait for people to to see this tour and hear about this and everything. So just stuff like that. That's trying to keep that kind of thing going. Trying to lock down stuff. Trying to just stay active. Tour on our own. Tour with others and stuff like that. You know, I've been. I know Ace, our guitar player, has some riffs. Yeah. I've I've got like a song and a half right now. Uh, so we're slowly writing, you know, just literally, like you said, the the generic answer, but you know, literally just that, like we want to gig, get on cool ass tours and just keep putting out music. Is it possible that you're, that you are on track to make what would be, and I, and I, I'm a little hyperbole here, but that you're on track to make your, like kind of make your dreams kind of come true, be able to play in a band full time. And have that be your thing. Or is Red Death on track for that? Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, Connor, our drummer's in a lot of bands. He's in yeah. another death metal. He's in a death metal band called Genocide Pact. So mm. we will always balance. They're, we they're a always, great band. Yeah, yeah. We'll always balance that. Like, we've yeah. already been talking about it. Like, we're going we're gonna to try and go as gung-ho as we can. And then when they have time, because I believe they're, they're going to try and put a new record at the end of the year or beginning of next year or something like that. So when they come around, we'll chill for a second. We'll let them go gung ho, not go yeah. like inactive, right, right, right. But not not be like hitting it hard and like we're trying to do right now because we're really working on stuff right now. Like 
we're not we're not trying to just do this this u.s tour and then sit and be like all right we did it we're done it's like nah we need right. to do another tour we need to get a big tour we need to do big shows we need to play our own shows we just need to keep going awesome well i think uh i think so far so good and i've been uh pretty impressed by by the way by the things you've done so far and i think uh you got obviously hopefully hopefully you get every show like that show in milan that's what I want. That's what I want for you. We you know? Red Death is always chasing the Milan show. That thing was <laughs> that sh- that show was so sick. <laughs> it's crazy. It's people going wild in this little room. And you know, we ne- we had like played the song Fornable Darkness once before. Yeah. Like we had we were worse writing that record still. And I remember playing Fornable Darkness like for our second time that night and the reaction being like psychotic and being like, man why isn't every show like this <laughs> well, that, that's the, the appreciation awesome appreciation here is appreciation here is like throwing it right back at them like i love it how wow. appreciative that show was i hope you get some of those on this run with enforce who so, by the way that that enforce record since that guy's in your band that enforce record is very good too so i'd like, yeah, to, I'd like sure. to throw that out there but uh yeah definitely definitely absolutely enforce is cool yeah we're gonna talk about crossover and we're gonna talk about iron age of power trip and foreseen and everyone we gotta mention the force too because they're going hard at it too right now uh, yeah, they are, and they're deserving of some recognition. They tour a lot. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Awesome. Well, hey, is, do you want to tell people where they can find Red Death? Yeah, you can find Red Red Death DC on you know Instagram, Twitter. I believe it's just Red Death on Facebook. You know, if you want to get the record, you know, reddeathbigcartel.com. We definitely got it. Or, I mean, your local record store might have it too if you want to just take a little walk or something or another, you know. That's cool. That's, that's the benefit of Century Muta, isn't it? Yeah, I don't, that, that's why I wanted to work with them too. It's like I want to be able to, I want this thing to be accessible from us and from stores, you know. Yeah, no, and it is. And I, I, I feel like I've walked in the stores and, I, and I've been like, oh, I wonder if Red Death's in here, and then I don't see Red Death, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> oh, man, we should be in the store. Now it's like, that's not an issue anymore. And if it is, I keep on, I get, I get on there. I haven't had to, I won't have to probably, but because they've been so damn good so far. But yeah, like. If, if I walk in the store and I don't see it, I'm, I'm going to be like, hey. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to be like, hey. <laughs> you said. <laughs> everywhere. You said everywhere. Yeah, you said everywhere. We signed everywhere. <laughs> nah, we, we, we probably won't have to do that, which is cool. Nah, that's awesome. Hey, Chad, Chad, thank you so much for having this conversation. I love the yeah, record. Yeah, thanks. And glad we can make it work, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, 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 uh, we tried and failed a few times, didn't we? Yeah, and then I had a... For anyone that's listening, we had I had two different seven one seven numbers in my phone. You and my friend texting me. My other friend was texting me about smoking weed and stuff, and I was texting you on accident, <laughs> thinking I was linking up with you, getting some weed and stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny because because you said something the other day about oh, I, down, I looked back just and, like an hour and, before his call. I was like, oh no, <laughs> and I was like, and like when you said it to my wife, I was like, I don't know, I don't know what this lingo is, like. <laughs> Oh, I I know what the lingo is now. I confused with my weed buddy, and I was like, text. I, essentially, I was like texting the weed buddy, being like, like responding to you, being like, yeah, we'll do it. And then I was texting you, being like, yeah, we'll smoke. <laughs> so once once you hit me up, like, oh no, you know, because I was because I think the text was. Do you want me to come over to your house, or do you want me yeah, to come here? You and said, you're like, yeah. and you were like, oh, we could do it through Skype. I was like, oh fucking damn it man <laughs> i like went through i was like oh god damn it man <laughs> like, what have i done <laughs> that's funny now i gotta find out who the 717 is person because that's the smire code you know that's yeah, that, now, now i own it yeah for sure man it's a uh, they're in dc yeah my friend in dc it's like a younger guy named 
<laughs> it's, it's all good, man. <laughs> I was kidding. But, <laughs> but all right, Chad. Take care, buddy. Thank you for having the conversation. Yeah, no problem, man. And best of luck me. with the band. Yeah, of course. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, thank you. All right, take care, man. Hey, yeah, you too. So there you go. That was my conversation with Chad of Red Death. And that there, again, was Red Death with the song Refuse to Be Bound by Chains. Uh, There's parentheses in that song title. I'm not sure why, but I'm sure there's a reason. Somebody needs to explain that to me sometime. I'm not so sure that I understand the use of parentheses in song titles. 
you know, I think I need to admit that at 35. What are they doing there? All right? I took, like, it looks like this could be the title, but it's kind of is. It's kind of not. You got me all lost, Red Death. That's the only part where you lost me on Sickness Divine. What's up with these parentheses? <laughs> anyway, uh, big thanks to Chad for coming on and doing it. Uh, big thanks to you, the listener, whoever you are, for listening this far along, this many episodes. If you're new to the show, please reach out. Let me know. Getting it out podcast at gmail.com. You can always send in your music. I'll probably play it. The, the chances that I'm going to play your songs, if you send it in, are like extremely high. Like It's almost guaranteed if you send in your music, I will play it on the show, whether it be at the beginning, whether it be at the end, but most likely the beginning because I probably try to put a record label promos at the end because they aren't listeners. So I put up a cool little graphic yesterday on uh, Instagram and Facebook with the, with the 2019 logos for all the bands that were on the show in 2019. It was a fun thing to do. I've been learning Photoshop, so this was exciting for me to do, and I was glad to do it, and I think it looked pretty cool. I'm really proud of that in some stupid way. But anyway, um, so I want to thank all those who, who, those who participated in these interviews, some more than others, but, you know, most of you were fine and kind gentlemen, and uh, most of you listeners are pretty cool too so uh thank you all for checking out everything that's been going on here i'm gonna be doing some giveaways here in the future it's gonna be shirts it's gonna be um albums i got i got quite a few lps uh, laying around that i should get rid of and i should do so with uh giveaways so we're gonna do that um make sure you're following the podcast on instagram at getting underscore it underscore out underscore podcast there's a twitter at getting it out pod and the facebook page www.facebook.com slash getting it out podcast pretty active on all three um accounts truth be told i do it all on one and then just it, it carries over by itself i think you know how that works at this point we're not all idiots out there right but hey if you want to get a hold of me the best way possible the best way to get a hold of me is email getting it out podcast at gmail.com um so do that for whatever reason you see fit all right that's it for this one i'm going to play a song from iron flame it's called seekers of the blade uh they're a band from uh from i want to say pennsylvania ohio something like that but I think it's pretty awesome, and maybe you will too. All right, that's it for this one. Bye-bye.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 